Holy moly. Moto Academy podcast. We're back at it again. Driver Jamie, I'm rusty with it. Uh, shout out right off the bat. Well, obviously, shout out Driver Jamie. Shout out Driver Jamie. I'm actually listening and talking. He is listening and talking at the same time. Also, shout out Tony because we're on a team trip. We're in Florida on a team trip and the van is being heavily utilized at the moment. And Tony came in here and put the table back in, set up the whole studio for us. The cameras stay in position, but the table and the mics get put away so we can, you know, pack some people in here and not ruin all my equipment. So thank you, Tony, for fixing up our studio. And let's just hope that everything is working. And it's clean. He did a hell it's of a job. Clean. I mean, because our guys are messy. Yeah, <clears throat> it's pretty clean. Makes me happy. It makes me happy. Uh, Driver Jamie, I took a bunch of notes. I watched. We were there. It to, was. Uh, you go, have the most. You were the most. Do I have cosmopolitan? Hair? No, no, no. I'm, yeah. I'm giving you a compliment. You are one of the most analytical people I know. Really? Yeah. Honest to God. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Cosmo, not so good. Analytical, okay. very good. Oh, good. Okay. If you saw the car I just pulled up in, you would really think I'm cosmopolitan. <laughs> <laughs> just a little convertible. Uh, Came cruising on up. Didn't put the top back on it, so let's hope it doesn't rain. I'm excited about the conversations uh, I have queued up here, but I also just remember that you haven't been on the podcast yet. No, first one. So we could talk forever, but for the sake of me trying to get back home to Millie, I want to try to keep us at like, what's, well, actually, let me ask you this question. What's your, you are our, I don't know if you know this, you're our number one fan on the podcast. Yeah, I like to be number one in something. So you got to tell us what's your favorite length. So this is it, a it hot actually, topic. It actually varies. So when I'm driving, like we just drove from Florida to here, 10 hours is great. You know, love to, okay. hit, love to, love to keep talking. But when I'm working on your bikes or something or sitting at the house, hour, hour is good. I'd say on <clears> average, <throat> people, people like about an hour. I'd say Some about people an hour, like yeah. the long ones. Some people have asked for 30-minute episodes. I can see both. I mean, like, again, when you're doing something, like if you're at a shop or something and you want something to listen to and you don't want commercials, you want that, you want to hear something that just, even though you're working, you're still listening. So, like, I mean, I watch them and I listen to them. So when I'm driving and in the van forever, listening is great. The longer, the better. When I'm home watching, I don't have a whole lot of time to sit and watch. So, you know, 30, 45 minutes or an hour is plenty of time. What's interesting is I don't consume much content, period, at this point, because I'm either with Allie and the baby or reading. Very and hard for you right now. So it is really hard. It's hard to even find time to read. I, I had a conversation with Allie and just asked selfishly if I could get 20 more minutes of reading a day, because there was days going by where I wasn't getting any in. And I found it kind of affecting the whole, uh, it felt like my progress progression went from, my progression isn't like this necessarily. I don't want it to be, but we're doing one of these. And it felt like when- Skipping a step? Yeah, no, I felt like we just, I did this because I wasn't able to read. I wasn't able to really tend to much of anything. And holy cow, like Allie went to the gym today. Good, bad. And I was with Millie. <sighs> It's not the first time I've done that, but holy cow, it was the hardest time. She just decided she wasn't <laughs> happy. That's because I wasn't there. And she, I thought she had to burp, be burped, but that wasn't doing anything. She let out a couple good burps. 
She threw up a couple times, all good, but nothing. No, we did nothing. a diaper change, thought that was it. Kept feeding her, thought that was it. And it was just, I, she was just practicing crying. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to say your education now is probably more than you know. So I know you like to read the books and everything, but there is no greater education on this planet mm. than raising another human being. There's yeah. a reason they're called dependents. They depend on you. They depend on Allie. So I believe even though you think you're going flat across the tabletop, you probably went from here to here mm. because there's no, no one's ever written a handbook on how to take care of a baby because no two babies are the same. I don't think I would have done very well three years ago. I've had a few moments. I am really, I, I'm, I think, I feel as though I, I'm really patient nowadays. And uh, the, the baby will test <laughs> the patience. But I haven't become impatient yet. I'm, I've been proud of myself so far. Like today... It was, you know, two and a half hours of very loud crying. Baby's like this, facing this way. Millie is crying right into my ears. And I was just cool as a cucumber, but trying to make her feel better. But at the same time, I think a lot of people would get frustrated maybe in that situation. Parenthood changes everybody. Yeah. I mean, I well, have four. Parenthood changes everybody. Well, I was having this thought today and because it should. Yeah. But... It, I, I actually had this thought today. There have been people as of recent in the, the last year that have children that have made such questionable decisions as a human being that I'm like, man, that's even worse. The fact that they have kids and they're making a decision like that. Or even when somebody, if somebody like uh, comments something negative, on social media, let's say on Instagram, and you're able to click in and like the profile picture is a, it's a, it's a dad and it's him playing with his kid. Yeah. And I'm like, that guy's a parent to somebody and he hasn't put the pieces together yet that like, I am also somebody else's son that he's talking crap to, although he doesn't know me. What a red flag of a, of a person. Yeah, but see, right? I, can't, I mean, that's not parenthood. That's, that's just who they are like you have to remember you're going to go to the track and you're going to see the fathers that like come on man come on you're doing a great job yeah you know? but isn't it amazing that it doesn't change some of those like all of those people it should i mean i, I know i was on a trajectory as as it was but millie my life will obviously never be the same well, in every single way it's completely different because you care and you i will treat people even more differently i was trying to learn how to treat people differently already instead of like you know three years ago, five years ago, seven years ago, I was like on varying scales of like pretty unconscious. Like I, you know, yeah, I was pretty low level in my opinion. And yeah, now it's just crazy. Don't forget, you know, famous saying love conquers all. It, it, some people, anybody can father a child. Less than 10% can be a dad. There's a big difference in, you know, okay, you have a child. That's great. You know, and, but you're still going to go to the bar, do all this crap. Mm. Your life needs to change because there's a reason, like I said before, they're dependents. They depend upon us. We have to be a father figure. We have to, and it's a, it's a rough, I mean, you have, believe it or not, this is the easy time when they become between nine and 15 oh, years I old. I can't wait. I said the same thing. I really did. And yes, there were some great moments of that. But it's just such that. a test. It is a test because you're, yeah. you're literally, 
they're depending on you. You want to be their best Fighting friend. Fighting against you, all of it. Like, what a test. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, they want to be, you want to be their best friend. And you don't want to yell. But believe it or not, sometimes the best thing you can do, I'm not saying beat your kid with a strap, but I'm saying the best thing you can do is, you know, explain, like, I don't believe in all there the... There has to be discipline. There has to be, and it can't be just, you're in timeout. I, I disagree with that. I, you know, I raised my four kids, three college graduates, one going to college, and... They all raise the same to the point of, okay, here's how we're going to do it. You know, if you screw up, I'm going to let you know you screw up. You know, my father let me know he screwed up, you know, and then he told me when I screwed up and then, but you can still love each other. There's no, you don't have to fight. I'm so curious to see, <clears throat> because you know how I'm into well, all of the, you know, I basically, I want to be a psychologist at this point. I think you are team psycho. <laughs> team psycho. Uh, it's like a, it's an experiment, just like the five year supercross plan is like an experiment. Like what? How how well of a job? How well of a job can you do to where like a, the the human that you've developed requires the least amount of reprogramming yeah. as possible when they get to be twenty five, thirty years old? You watch TV at all? No. Okay, there's what? a show you need to watch because you are you are one of the characters. Yeah. <laughs> what what is it? You are Sheldon. Oh, I knew, why did I know you're gonna say some Big Bang Theory related? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh you're, de you're definitely Sheldon. You have, you are, you haven't figured out yet that there are there. Are, I think uh, I knew you're you gonna say that. You you have figured out you have one of the best hearts in the world, but your emotional side. You literally, I'm too emotional. I'll be the first to admit. Yeah, and I'm not enough. You're not enough. I get uh -huh. I get mad. That's when, the biggest thing I I want to learn with having <clears> a child is is kind of finding that level yeah yeah especially like i haven't got there yet but like I'm you were on. perfect at the pit bike race when there was disagreements you mm -hmm. were just level-headed i was a little hot-headed but in the same token there's going to be like you you need to show a little little bit more emotion mm -hmm. you know yep just a tiny bit positive no. emotion. positive emotion yeah. yeah i mean we all have i try to avoid all negative emotion yeah because <laughs> driver jamie frequently you will i don't know if you realize that you do this you ask me often like you're right i worry about you yeah i'm, I'm by I, the way when when you ask me that i'm always good oh i know i just make sure i mean yeah. like i am the oldest man on the team but uh that is something i have to work on because ali certainly complains about that and i don't want millie i don't want that to rub off on millie at all yeah you don't want a robot at all no the, the, yeah i mean not to offend you but like doug has more emotion than you yeah, you know, at least he wags his tail. You just kind of go, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, your pants okay. next year. I'll work on that. Dang it, I'll work <laughs> on that. That's the biggest thing I am trying to work on with with Millie. I can see. That. I'm trying to use it as a reset because I've tried in the past and it's felt very uncomfortable and unnatural, and uh, I didn't really make a real effort. And now I think it's necessary. Well, listen, you're going to be a great dad. Well, I'm sure you. of it. I mean, you take care of this crew. I try. I try. They're, this this crew is a little squirrely. Speaking of being a dad, can we talk about the first topic I want to talk about? Absolutely. Bring it on. Wait, this isn't our topic. Which We're going to talk talking? about it anyway. I'm going to talk about it again okay. with Jackson because I bet you he is going to oh, I know what you're saying. Yeah. have a different standpoint here. Uh, Julian Beaumaire. Is that how you say his name? Yeah, Beaumaire. Versus Deegan. Hayden Deegan. Jackson, somebody, you, who, but is it you that brought up that topic? 
Who Jackson said, brought it up. Jackson brought it up. Great, great topic. Yeah. Because that is a that is a a conversation I'm interested in, but for maybe a reason people wouldn't expect the who's who's better, who could be on a better trajectory if you were putting them head to head right now or based on his now, you know, we're only one race in, but Bomer's rookie season versus Deegan. What did Bomer get in the first race? Fourth? Fourth. What did Deegan get in his first one? Fourth? No, Fourth couldn't have fifth. been that good. Couldn't have been that good. It was pretty high. I, was I, it? Yeah, it, it was. People got upset with Deegan because his uh, futures races were bad. Yeah, they weren't good. <clears throat> and Bomer's were very good. Yeah. I think. But so were Benix, too. But is Bomer older? We should have, I should have more info here. Guess what, guys? If you listen to Moto Academy podcast, you know that I don't know anything. I don't have time to watch it half the time, so I barely know what's going on. But on the flip side, guys, I am a historian of yes, motocross. Yes, so I unlike am, cameraman Cam, who knows nothing. You, <laughs> nothing. If you have a historical motocross, MXGP, MotoGP, Formula One, GNCC, Dakar Rally, Ilman <laughs> TT, you, I could go on and on and on. Jamie will know all of it, which is helpful. Well, I just love which motorcycles. Which is helpful because I, we need to have that motor moto. Uh, culture. Can I say driving sometimes when you and Cam would do these? I almost wanted to crash. The I know, van. I, I know. I was so upset when, like, mm. he didn't even know who McGrath was. No, I at mean, least I sakes. know. A, I know a good amount of the names and the people and the references. Yeah, Cam. <laughs> well, he's young. He was born matter. in like 2000. Again, listen. I mean, come on. Everybody has favorite sports, even if it's not motocross. Let's pick any other sport. Pick uh, <laughs> football. Football season. Super Bowl is coming. Everybody who watches football right now has heard of Dan Marino or Joe Namath. Like, mm. there's history of the sport. Maybe not. Maybe not somebody born in 2000. You I, think they should, because I do, and I don't watch football. Uh, but, oh, but, then again, but then again, I only know Dan Marino because Ace Ventura, pet detective. <laughs> and I know Joe Namath, I don't know how, I guess, from football. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, Bomer versus Deegan. This was instantly where my head went, and this is why I just brought it up following what we just talked about. I I said out loud, I'm like, I don't think I can give an opinion until I meet the dad of Beaumaire. Exactly. I have met Brian, so I know Great old guy. man Deegan, and I know what they're about, sort of. I don't know them super, super well, but I've talked to him on the phone a bunch of times. We text. Uh, I've met him a handful of times, and he's... They're high level. Well, you can tell they're family oriented. I mean, mm -hmm. everything they do. I mean, like even uh, last year at what MetLife, you know, we, when it was raining and the pause, we were all up there. The whole family all together. They yeah. were sitting together. I mean, that's a, you know, I, I'm I'm a big, you know me, I'm a big strong believer in a family unit. You know, it's got to be tight. You know, mm -hmm. even our little team. Yeah, it's, it's the a, most important thing. Yeah, it's tight family. Yeah, I dancing all over topics here, sort of. I like the concept. There's a lot of. Uh, countries in Europe or people in Europe that will the family will like stick together for generations and essentially almost like sometimes live in like you know a compound mm -hmm. to where they're all kind of together I I like that concept I I just just today on the discussion tab I was looking going through some things and I saw one somebody put posted something about Mr. Lawrence yeah and I said I, Man, you, that. I watched that you want to talk about a family like that that's uh like they live and die together so I think you can't beat a kid that has that. 
I agree. You can't beat a Lawrence and a Lawrence family situation. You can't beat, or the only way you can compete with it is like a Deegan and a Deegan family situation. There's a couple things that are different throughout. I think that, uh, and I'm sure Brian is ex- is very smart and he's sharp. And it, the phone calls that he's had with me even are him trying to learn more maybe on the technique side of things, right? But I think uh, Dazzy has more info about technique than Brian does currently. And I think he has more bike setup specific knowledge. I was going to say, Dazzy, the the weeks I spent with you at the dog pound, I, I, I'm a pretty good mechanic, fix helicopters. I have never seen a man so dialed in mm. on on a bike that like he can look at it and be like, "Okay, oh, we're changing this, this, and this." Yeah, like crazy it, changes that like I've never yeah. even thought. Like, like would... Showa was there, and he was like, "Now nah, we're doing this." Yeah, you know, there was like I don't know if they're moving the cam chain around. There was like things happening. I'm like, "Huh? What?" Well, I was the same way. Just like, testing air filters. I mean, certain things. It's like, all right, okay, what's but... that tenth of a horsepower <laughs> going to really do? But if you look, I mean, look look at Jet. I mean. Mm. But it, it ends up turning into like compounded knowledge when you have a real when you have a high level dad that can stick with you. And a lot of people would argue the opposite, right? A lot, uh, a lot of people would say, "Hey, when you turn pro, parents should be out of there." And the the problem is, these kids are turning pro before they're twenty years old. the The parent has to be heavily involved in the right way you, at that age, perfect. and probably for most of your moto career, because you're just not you're not there yet the parent has to remember that it's their life their livelihood their lives yes it's a family i get all that but we have to remember as parents and i was guilty of it too um i know what i want riding you know what you want riding you have the 250 championship plan for five years everybody knows that but you can't take your thoughts and brain and put it in millie it's not going to happen Millie's going to have to have that thought and want herself. My son, great racer, did a great job, but didn't want mm-hmm. that next level. So, I mean, I, even though I, I saw talent and I wanted him to do it, I can't force him to do something he doesn't want. Just like I can't force him to not do something he wants to do. Like he's very much into hunting and I can't say, okay, we're not going to hunt because I want you to go train. Well, because then nothing's going to get done. Yeah. You basically, I, I feel like you have to have the, the morals and kind of the, the, the values. Values are top. And then you have to, the values are the, the top and thing. And then you could just are kind of like the gutter rails. Mm-hmm. So in the middle. if the, you know, <laughs> on, bowling with bumpers, uh, just keep them in the, the middle values here. And then just bumpers on the way up. Right. That's a kind of a good, that's visual. a great analogy. I mean, I, I like, you know, we, we like talking, children need to be guided but they don't need to be pushed like you don't need to really kick them in the butt and tell them you need to go do this right now yeah sometimes they don't clean the room whatever i get that but you love supercross and motocross i love it the whole team loves it but just because we love it doesn't mean that millie's going to come up and say dad i'm going to play guitar and i'm going to be a rock star you know and it, it as a parent we have to sit there and say well, let's go get I him. hope that's the case because I feel I I want her to be into music. I feel like it's one of the most like raw forms of creativity that exists. Oh, absolutely, I, and I mean, absolutely, definitely get her a piano at three years yeah. old. At least let her experience what it's like to create something of her own, like yep. a musical song, or you know, when you create that. I just started piano. Creativity lessons. is going to be like one of the the values if you consider that a value. Creativity absolutely. is like such a crazy main fo- focus, mm. and I would love for it to be in 
music of some sort. Oh, absolutely. But uh, I mean, riding a dirt bike is a, is is it's creativity. Just a, it's an art form I'll as say, well. It's, it's all, the same it thing. Is. It's but yeah. you have to support what they want. Yep. So I haven't met Bomer's dad, so therefore I can't accurately answer that question but i would uh, you those of you listening to this i'm sure this is a youtube clip holy cow they're got to be pulling their hair off because imagine the different opinions on this the <laughs> oh, people yeah, that are just is... like no well he's just faster no he's no, faster it, it, it's so much deeper than that in I my agree. opinion and that's why you're seeing the separation although there's a lot of really cool high level dads out there plessinger's old man oh yeah uh scott eli su- seems super cool eli great example yeah. i did i don't want to leave names out but there i could keep going. there's a million of them yeah but if you notice most i would say it's 90 percent of the top notch have a mother and or father mm-hmm. a, a parent figure that has not let them derail you like you look you look at like mrs rc you know yeah. she did not let rc derail you know you watch steel roots mcgrath talks about his father you I'm not saying you have to push them and kick them in the butt and tell them to go out and do motos, but you have to not let them derail and like decide to go and join Hell's Angels. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I used to hang out in the Hell's Angels uh, clubhouse in Connecticut when I was like two years old. <laughs> <laughs> I've got that story. I have a couple of pictures to prove We're it. We're going to edit that one out. So, whoopsie daisy. Uh, so who are you picking? Bomer. <laughs> Dad aside. Dad aside. If you're just looking at forget the trajectory of the career right here, right oh no, rewind one year for Hayden. Rookie year versus rookie year. Rookie year versus rookie year. So what are you seeing? So what you're seeing is the media and the social media especially has the Deegan has as Danger Boy up here. Not for the wrong reasons. He's just more into the Social media, you know, like mm-hmm. he did the backflip and he was like, like two years old, whatever. You know, he's he's crazy, great crazy, but crazy. Bomer, we we didn't know about him because he was on jet skis, you know. And, yeah, I and, and didn't I sh- know that. Just as tough. That's I mean, like, cool. have you ever done a jet ski? It was stand-ups. Yeah, it's yeah. You should have seen. Okay, it. yeah, it's it's like it's like a three-legged mountain goat on track. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's you not easy. It's not even a motorcycle. It's just difficult. Super physical, great training. I heard that Christoph Porcel used to train on a jet ski. Because he was like so messed up that he wouldn't want to do motos on the bike, so you get in the water. And anybody in the app, is that uh, true? Free tool, free tool. I'll donate a free tool to you if you can tell me which country he was from. Porcel? Don't give it away. You know who won't know that answer? Cam. Cameraman Cam. Definitely won't. He didn't even know John Michelle Bale. That still kills me. Same country. And Michelle Bale is, in my opinion, Michelle Bale is the greatest racer ever lived. I've heard so many good things about him, and I still uh, have not seen footage of him ride. Well, it's that? not just, he reminds me a lot of Ryan Sipes. He's the only one in the world that has won a professional motocross, professional supercross, and a professional MotoGP race. MotoGP? Yeah, you don't go from riding CRs to Honda bikes. Oh, I didn't and, know that. Yeah, he's the he's the only one that's done it. Wow, that's cool. Uh, who are you picking? Bomero Deegan. Mm. Um, Deegan. Okay, I'll say Bomer. Why he looked pretty technically yeah, wh- sound for why? a rookie. I mean, I have my reason why. What's and your I, reason why? He seems really mature in the interviews. I don't know how old he is. I just saw an no, interview no, no, of him. I think he's like nineteen. I just saw an interview of him at whatever the second round is that's happening as right we're now. recording this. San Fran seems really mature and level-headed, mm-hmm. and his technique and the way he rides is mature, and like the him. technique looks really good. There's not a lot of the a lot of the guys in the 250 class right now. I'm I'm 
I'm pretty unimpressed overall with technique. Mm -hmm. There's been only a handful that have evolved. Uh, and the the young ones coming in, a lot of them aren't there yet with yeah. technique, and which is sad. They should, it's they should be. But this is this is the Moto Academy opportunity. That's what's going to happen in the next you know however many years. But yeah, Bomero looks pretty. He's pretty oh, he looks close, great. Pretty I, close. I'm going to tell you why I'm picking Deegan. Okay. Uh, again, been with you with the dog pound, seeing the boys train. Then I seen when everybody's packing up, and and I mean like everybody that's also there all packing up and I see the boys still training and the boys still training. And then we have a night at Tampa and they're late because they're still training. That's grilled into them. They're mm -hmm. going to train until they get it right. And everybody said, Oh, Deegan had life handed to him. If you watch what he's actually went through and some of his videos, he's the last one there. Like when he was at club MX, I think it was a club MX. He was at, he was the last one to leave the track. Um, I could see that. Which is, that's a value. That's a value. That that's that's, that's your Brian, father yeah. or your mother teaching you that if you're going to do something, you do it 100%. Like, I'm sure your, your mother and father are probably the same way. If you signed up for Little League Baseball and you hated it your first year, okay, you can quit, but you will finish the season. You will finish it. You know, I'm not sure if you – I had that. I mean, I hated baseball. Signed up for it, played the first game, got hit with the pitch. I'm done. <laughs> I quit. Nope. What position did you, did you play? Do you remember? Catcher. Catcher? Yeah, I was bigger, so I was a catcher. Yeah, I was center field or something boring. <laughs> something boring. But you didn't quit? No, I Your kept, parents I taught stayed you... out there. I was on the all-star team. Nice. Yeah. All-star team, baby. Well, I forget what year that is, but shout out Portland. We had a, we had a strong team. We had a strong team. Oh, I like this next question. This is all kind of going together really well here. Can a girl, is there a, a reality, do we live in a reality where a girl could eventually win a professional supercross race? Five years ago, no. Now, yes. I feel like I want to say yes to that too. This will be, guys, let us know in the comments. Girls, <laughs> girls, let us know in the yeah, comments. I believe in it and I believe in it for a different reason. Okay, I, why? I don't believe in it like... And I'm not talking about swimmers that go from male to female. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about legitimately born female that has a support staff behind her and a support group behind her and an instructor behind her to teach her how to ride and how to do things the right way. Now more than ever, especially with the Moto Academy. I mean, now you have a way of, and I'm not going to lie, it's you. You teaching Millie how to ride is going to, and all the other girls on our app, teaching them how to ride is going to bring them to the next level. Because most of the time when, and I'll be the first, my, my daughter wanted to ride a dirt bike. I taught her how to ride. I didn't teach her how to race. I didn't go to race. I just taught her how to ride. You know, my one uh -huh. daughter has her motorcycle license. She knows how to ride. That's it. Having someone that you can rely on to really ride and really so teach that's where them. we'll start and we'll start extremely young younger than probably you know very young one between one and two i imagine she'll be on a bike of some sort that's basic right so i don't even prefer that she go that direction but she will be introduced to it you again to. she'll be introduced to it young just like she will the piano and languages mm -hmm. and all the things i want her to to focus on the if she chooses that path, that's going to be a really interesting storyline for uh, 
Moto Academy, huh? There's a first for everything. There's because a reason she's, why it's called first. She, Allie's a beast of a, an athlete. She's an athlete. Have you seen her yeah, well, swing yeah, a I, driver? Yeah. I, I've seen her do throw like, a ball, pull ups, and weightlifting. And I mean, like, no offense to you, but it is offense to you. Like, you're a coward. And she's not. Like, no. like we go cold plunging. Yo, right you, know, in. you sit there and cry for 40 minutes, uh -huh. and she just goes right in. Yeah. <laughs> and we all know I have the body of a Greek god. Aristotle. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she and have you seen Millie's feet lately? Yeah, she's gonna be, she's gonna be tall. If she's five seven to, if she's like, let's get Millie. If she could be five eight, five nine. That's perfect height for a dirt bike. She will be able. She would be. It would, it would be possible for her to win a Supercross race. Zero doubt about it. I Absolutely. hope she doesn't choose to go that direction. But if she does, that would be. That will be really, I would, that will change the game. And I would want you to, like, I would want you to encourage her. I, I know you don't want her to. Like, I mean, um, I don't know if you know, do you know who David Pingree is? Yeah. Okay, he has two daughters. He never encouraged them to, not that he didn't encourage them, but he let them do their own thing. They're soccer players. Uh -huh. And they're very, because. Soccer's a cool one. Well, no, it's not. No. I feel no. like I, I, tennis and golf are going to be yeah, the two Yeah, soccer's like watching grass grow. Mm. No, it's, no, we can't do soccer. I'm not letting you do Millie do soccer. Okay, yeah. She's got to have some hand-foot coordination, but yeah, Fencing, I, agree. I, don't, I don't care, but not soccer. Okay. Um, but like, you know, you look at Pingree's daughters, they're incredible athletes. Millie's going to be an incredible athlete. You're an athlete. Allie's an athlete, a very good athlete. My mom, my dad, Allie's That's what dad, I'm saying. There, uh, yeah. there's, there's a genetic line that goes yeah. down there. That genetic line helps with the next step in evolution. And if Allie wants, I mean, if uh, Millie wants to be a Supercross racer, I would I would be willing to put a lot of money that she wins a race. I saw in the news this morning, don't watch TV, but Allie's dad, we're living with Allie's dad at the moment for a couple of weeks because <laughs> our condo is rented. As a matter of fact, Moto Academy is in our condo. Great. Love it there. It Fantastic. is nice, isn't it? Yeah, well, it is. We got yelled at every day. So, so now far. we're going to, we're selling it. Actually went on the market yesterday. Shout out uh, our condo. So if you want to buy it in Bonita Springs, right near the beach, let it, me know. It, it's only a Grom right away. I literally took the Grom, uh, grandfather's Grom, yep. I took, it, took it down to the Golf. I was in the ocean this morning. Did you go in the ocean? I went in the ocean. Oh, I'm so jealous. Was I, the was was every? It was, was very it nice? crazy. It was like was it cold? really no no. It wasn't cold. It was just like like a lot of winds, a lot of waves and stuff. Oh. And I have to say, shout out to AJ. Since I've been with him, I've been in the Celtic Sea. I've been in the Pacific Ocean, Atlantic Ocean, the Gulf of Mexico. I've gotten a lot of oceans. Man. So I'm pretty impressed. I'm pretty happy. Solid. Uh, what the heck was I talking about? We were talking condo, about selling the condo. Selling the condo. Uh, well, we were at we were at Millie being yeah. uh, fantastic, but we were selling the condo. Motor I was, I was watching the news right? this morning. Sorry, Man, holy cow! I lost that train of thought. And there's a girl who is participating in Miss America, competing in Miss America, and she is a fighter jet pilot. She <laughs> went to astronaut school. She was the valedictorian or whatever it's called when you're in college. Yeah. Valedictorian of college, which yeah, is not that. It's yeah. called something else. Cum laude. And she also is a black belt in jiu-jitsu jiu jiu or taekwondo or yeah. something. That's cool. That's high level. Like everything yeah. you just said is way, way, way. Yeah. But that that means that's what I want for Millie. <laughs> well, I, just all of the things. Yeah, but that's great. I mean, and like, but people, if she wants to do none of it, she's doing none of it. Well, we'll talk about that. Me and her will have a talk. Yeah. I mean, I'll. I will take her to her first drink at 21. That'll be my job. I got that covered. 
But I mean, you talk about athletes. You look at Ronda Rousey. You know, there's a girl that her mother taught her jujitsu, and really, is that, is that uh, the yeah, story? Yeah, and she became Olympic gold medalist and MMA champion, and like, I mean, anything's possible. And there's not. I would willing to bet that that Ronda Rousey can kick sixty percent of men's butts. Did she have a really short career? No, it was. It was just. It was. I mean, it's just like Supercross. I mean, how long can you beat your body up like that? I wonder how many fights she had. I feel like I don't remember her fighting that many times. Uh, well, it's because most of the ones she won in like a couple seconds. Oh, really? Yeah, they were quick. They were just arm bars, break the girl's arm and go home. Was arm bar her thing? Yeah, arm bar was her thing. Hmm. That's the scariest looking one to me. With the arm bar? Are there other scarier oh, ones? Oh, yeah. It's, it's... <laughs> Where's Arvens? Arvens. We'll, we're going to take out him out. We're going to take him out and we're going to do some uh, jujitsu with him. Shout out all of the Moto Academy members that roll around on mats and do a little bit of fighting uh there are probably a lot when i said when i told people i was getting my my pilot's license and i was flying all of a sudden yeah the, the pilots in the app came out of the woodwork i'm like this is cool and then when people started talking about instruments it was one day where i went in it was like i'm scrolling through the discussion tab in the app and it's just picture and picture and picture app we have guitars. an orchestra we have a complete orchestra <laughs> in the moto academy i'm like man we got a bunch of musicians in there too Speaking of the app, this is the next note, Driver Jamie. This conversation couldn't flow any better. We're firing on all syllables. Love it. Love uh, it. We first of all, you're famous, so let's just I'm not famous. address the elephant in the room. Second of all, there are a lot of Moto Academy members that show up at the track and come and ride with us. <laughs> yeah, and there are. guess what? None of them. Am I? Do I seem like an a hole, or do, am I unapproachable? None of them come up to me. <laughs> They only go up to driver Jamie. And he's like, oh, I took four pictures today. I was talking to all these app people. I'm like, I haven't seen a single one. What are you talking about? Uh, what he's talking about is we pulled into Moto, Moto Bros, Punta Gunta. What is Punta it? Gunta. Punta Gunta. Punta Gorda. Moto Bros. Punta Gorda. And um, a couple guys pulled up in a pickup truck and said, uh, is that AJ's van? And I said, yeah. I said, he'll be right back. He goes, are you driver Jamie? And I said, yeah, I'm driver Jamie. He said, uh, can we get a picture? I said, I said, AJ will be right back. He just went up to the bathroom. They're like, no, can we get a picture with you? And I was like, sure. So I took a picture with them. Next thing I know, I tell the boss, I said, hey, AJ, there are some guys here look for you. And the whole day, no one ever found them to take the no, never, picture. No, never showed up. <laughs> then I turn around and somebody's on my straight rhythm bike just riding off. And he's like, oh, that's an app member. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Have fun. <laughs> It, then I, did, I he gives me a, a pair of goggles, and I'm like, what are these for? And he's like, give them to this person. Okay, let's sign uh, these goggles. Can we tell that story without Go names? give them to that person. Can we tell that story? No, maybe not. Uh, all right. Yeah. Okay. But it's cool. It's really cool that they, they I'm, I'm being facetious when I say they don't come up to us, because they, they do. They do. Yeah, everybody comes up to us. And it's cool. It's cool it. because it's... I there's nothing worse than when you go to the track and you feel like out of place and you can't go up and talk to people, especially the fast people that are there. Yeah. Like, right. Because a lot of I mean, even growing up, like, you know, you go you see there's the A riders and it's funny. They'd be parked off by themselves. And they're, and all, and they're stuck up. Yeah. They're, I'm, no offense to the guys that aren't, but the guys that were that I grew up with, some of the A riders were like stuck up a-holes and you come to our van, we'll give you food, drink, whatever. I'll have a beer the with you. The slowest person on the track yeah, is over there hanging out. Hang out like everybody, uh, the, you know, there's a bunch of people from Montreal, Quebec. Oh, yeah, the guy from Canada. And then uh, the, those girl, that girl and her husband were from Canada. Yeah. They, they came up. 
Yeah, uh, everybody. There was a guy, vet rider in the Yamaha that came over. He was hanging out for a little bit. I yeah. forget where he was from. Uh, we had Daniel Youngblood there with his, was that his son? I think so, yeah. Uh, super cool. Um, shoot, who else? We had a, a bunch of people. I forget how many days we even rode at this point, two or three. And it was like at but least I lo- I 20 love that. people that came up to us. And I love that. And the cool thing is like, when you were doing videos with Grant and uh, Jackson, shout out Grant and Jackson. I'm going to say this. Nobody <laughs> else says it. I am going to say it. And even shout out Cam in the old days. You guys work your butts off. And I give you guys all the props in the world. I mean, Dan and I do the bikes, but I'll tell you what. What, what you do are above and beyond. I think if if I had a run, if he made me run like Grant had a run yesterday. Grant was hustling. I would have shot him. I mean it sincerely. I would have shot him because Grant must have did at least a five k. And it's oh, at least it's at least. very. It's also very rare that I pick him up and give him a ride, which did is you? horrible. Oh, yeah, I, no, it's yeah. very rare. Like I, I, I will just I'll take off and I'll just forget about him, and then he comes running back over yeah. the camera. I'm like, oh, whoops, could have yeah. easily just given you a ride. But uh, yeah, uh, I forget sometimes too. First of all, thank you to everybody on the team. Thank you, you hustle. Matt Flood's been hustling. Tony's been hustling. Yeah, Tony. Grant been, has been hustling. Jackson has been killing it and been extremely helpful and kind of like been, he's like directing. He's like the director. Like he'll be over there. He he'll the have the shot list. He'll yeah. set the things up. He'll check to make sure the shot is framed right. He'll just make sure I'm saying things right. So I, sometimes I have so much to think about that I, because if you guys could be a fly on the wall truly and see a day of shooting, yeah, it's crazy. It's there. There's a reason why Moto Academy is doing as well as we are. I think it's because a lot of people could not do that. No, people can't no. do that, and they can't do. They can't sustain that for multiple days. It's a lot. Could we talk about Thunder for one second? Oh yeah. So Thunder, thank, shout out Thunder for the Starks. Yeah. Man, I won't get into it. Thunder. Man, I love those bikes. So Thunder was a video guy. I don't know if you knew that before that. Yep. So he was a video guy, and he watched Grant and he watched uh, Jackson what they did. And he looked at me, you were on, on the bike by the beach. He's like, uh, he goes, I don't know where AJ got these guys, but he got top-notch guys. And I was like, cool. I said, it's kind of funny. I said, to get a job at the Moto Academy, there's no resume. There's no uh, job interview. I said, it's kind of like a, you get a vibe and AJ, <laughs> AJ picks up the vibe and he either <laughs> likes you and you're hired or, you know, you volunteer for a little bit. Or, but... you'll, just, or you'll fizzle out because you just, it won't click. Yeah. 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 And if you click, you click. And guess what? You're It's going to be probably a, a hang on. It's a lifetime. Because it's like you're going for a ride well, and all you, of a sudden, yeah, it's... like it's funny. Grant came on and I I reflect <laughs> more frequently now. A few years ago, I didn't reflect on anything. I was just, I was just along for the ride in my own life. Now... I'm reflecting constantly. Like I was on the Stark last night under the lights when I'm out there all by myself. And the only thing I could hear is a little and it's just me out there. Oh, you forgot. Perfect dirt. You heard. Yeah. I kept crashing and the bike, (laughs) it's so loud when you crash on a Stark because you just hear everything bend. Oh yeah. You You don't hear the bike when it's running, but all of a sudden you'll be looking somewhere and you hear this big. I got I got up and Jackson goes, it sounded like you snapped your bars off. Because <laughs> I, I hit the ground in the corner and just went. <laughs> and I, I knew right away. I'm like, that's bar mounts. So you could just tell what it sounded like. Yeah, that was. But I was reflecting, I think as I was going, I remember this, as I was going through the rollers, I was just like, this is cool. Mm-hmm. And I hope that, the, this is always my goal as an employer, 
for like my goal for the team is to have it be their dream job at all times always as soon as it doesn't feel like a dream job then we're not aligning in the employer employee i think you're wrong there i think you've you've passed that years ago it's not a dream job you've aligned us the people you have on your team now grant jackson myself matt tony mitchell ally millie hannah we're not there as a dream job anymore it's our passion it's yours to build it, it's yeah. like we're Hopefully, not yeah it's not like yeah it's a dream job but it's not a job i i i have i don't i have never gone to work at the moto academy mm. i've never worked a day in my life here what i've done is saw your vision loved your vision and did my damnedest to make sure we exceed that vision and it's not just me we talk about it all the time i mean you know, you're a little higher class than us. You don't stay with us peasants here in the yeah, wow. condo. But <laughs> we talk about it every night. You know, we sit there at the hot tub and we just were like, man, this is, it's not a job. It truly is not a job. It's a passion that we want. You say biggest, biggest community in motocross. We say biggest community ever, anywhere. Yeah, because it starts with, that's why it's so important when the whole like Moto Academy Georgia thing was going on. Yeah. The reason that was a blessing is because... And at least I was aware of it at that time. I was highly sensitive of the culture of our immediate group. Yeah. That's the, our, the culture of our immediate group is what will grow everything infinitely, really, as, as much as we want it to grow. It's hard. At the beginning, I wasn't patient enough. I was, I was hard on people. I'm unemotional, so maybe I come off like an a-hole. I'm too hard on people. No, you're Did not I hard. Already? I would say, if anything, it was just the unemo the lack of emotion. Even me, for a couple of times, I remember I called you. I'm like, hey, boss, did I do something wrong? Like, you know, I called you a few times, and then the one time you said to me... Am I getting any better at... Do you hear you me getting compliments better. and no, stuff? You, it's not... Comp nobody wants compliments. Okay. You don't got to compliment us. Okay. We just want to know that you're happy. Okay. It's, it's, like, it's like almost like, even though I'm the old guy, you're the father figure, and we're trying to make sure when you walk out of the room... You're going to the next person. You're going to Alley, and you're saying, "You know what? I'm proud. These guys are my team. That's all we want to hear. We don't, okay. we don't give a crap about anything else." Okay. And can I express that verbally? The Ferraris would when be I nice. am Ferraris. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that's really important to me, and I focus on that a lot. A lot of the podcasts that I will listen to and the books that I read are that trying to like be a leader in the best type of way. You and are an it, outstanding leader. It's hard. It's it, hard. It, you are doing. I come from a fire department background. I come from the military background. Our saying in the fire department, the garage door would go up and the last thing you would read was, you go, we go. And it's, you know, you don't leave no one behind. And you are truly that leader that, there's not one of us that wouldn't die for you. Except for Jackson. Ah, uh, Jackson. Because he's from Canada. He's Canada. They yeah. don't know any better. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, shout out the team. They were hustling a lot yesterday and I would love, I know we went live like last night a little bit yeah. for what service we had inside of the app, but the, we went live a couple. it's nights. always interesting for people to get like thunder from Stark to yeah. be able to be a fly on the wall for a shoot day. Cause they're always like, Whoa, he, he, he looked at me, he goes, you know, he goes, you know, we're on hour 12. I'm like, yeah, yeah. But you know what? <laughs> we didn't work a day yet. We're on so. hour 12. Yeah, and that's the days that we have. And Allie thinks I'm an absolute crazy person, but and it's a it's in a good it's in a good way. I think 
Um, I know you're looking at your notes. Well, no, because I'm just looking at like the shot list from the other day, and it's crazy how much stuff we had prepared ahead of time right. that we busted out. But I'm going to say this now. Before we forget, I am the only one on the team that has any history of motocross. So for God's sakes, let's not forget any of the old school guys like Prado Lake you want to talk about. Uh-huh. Because you're going to ask any one of them, they'll be like, who? What? You know? Oh, you mean the international guys? Because yeah. they don't know who Prado no, is probably. Yeah, yeah probably yeah. not. <laughs> so let's just make sure um, we don't miss that on Okay, the list. let's start. Yeah, because that was the second thing on my list. Um, Jorge Prado. At a national? What place does he get? First. Okay. First, first, second, or third at a national. Two more years, Supercross training, he'll win. But over in Europe, they race like, you know, you look at Lommel. Shout out to Yorty. Shout out to Yorty. Yeah, I feel bad for him. In the they, app? Yep. They only, they only have one track left. He's trying to save Millie and Yorty. How about that? Or Millie and Lommel. Remember there? Is, is Millie in Belgium as well? Yeah. I saw him post the discussion app yeah, today. And he to said, I, I hope this is okay to post here. I'm like, yep. we're saving a track? Yeah, of course. Yeah, we'll is. save a track. But, um... <laughs> You know, you look at tracks like the tracks that those guys race on. You know, even Villapoto went over there, and he didn't. He was our best guy, and he went over there. And he it's was, hard to adapt. It's, it's a different. Very hard to you're adapt. You're in a different country. Everything's different. Bikes Your bike's are different. different. Yeah, everything's different. But like you look at those guys over there, Prado. I mean, I've watched. I don't miss a race in any. I watch TTs. Yeah, I watch. I watch all of them. And when I watch the MXGP guys, they're incredible riders. You know, uh, and I love Geiser. I love Fabroir. I love all of them. Prado will win, but he's going to have to give up the European just like... Um, uh, like a Moosekin? Yeah. Like you're going to have to give up that lifestyle of motocross, come over here and learn Supercross. Because yeah. Supercross, and I've learned what that most was your, from uh, What was your guess coming in on how he was going to do? And then... Between 10 and 15th. Which is right where you ended up, right? Yeah. Didn't you get 13th? Something like that, yeah. That's really good. Well, it's, and he got the whole shot in the main event, didn't he? Yeah, but it's different. It's a different sport. You even oh, told me that yeah, it's, it's a, a completely sport. different sport. Yeah, he looked, and I saw him. He looked good in the whoops. He looked, he looked good. Yeah, but don't forget our. I mean, usually and this you is, see those guys. They come over in the first year or two or three. The the whoops look a little hectic. Yeah, and that's on a two fifty. Forget about on a four fifty. That a four fifty is a lot of bike hmm. to hang on to in the whoops. A four fifty is a blast in the whoops when they're perfectly groomed because you just can go really, really fast. Well, you could, but and even then it gets scary because yeah. like I've clicked fourth in the whoops <laughs> a handful of times on a four fifty, and it's just like it keeps going, and you got to be careful because you will like it's like those speed boats where they just all of a sudden yeah. catch air. You just feel like oh, it gets away from you really quick. Like a manual. Um, I remember watching Jet the first day at the dog pound on the 450, and a few, and you he would grab that upshift. I'm pretty sure in the long set he was going to fourth, or he was doing third, and somebody recommended fourth. And watching him go in fourth a few times, it was like, hang on, because he would just, <laughs> I'm like Jet, make just make sure that that thing is hitting the top of something. Yeah, whether it's whoop two or whoop five, like you better aim for the top of that thing because that's scary watching. Yeah. Me and Dino were sitting there just like, <laughs> like what's wrong with this kid? Yeah. Uh, but when the whoops start to get beat up, that's when it becomes even more of a factor. And on the 450, when the whoops start get, to get beat up and you kind of get a little nervous or you're fatigued and you're starting to lean back a little bit, it gets so physical. It's like uh, it's like riding a bull sometimes when well, you're going through imagine. the whoops. I mean, I can't imagine. I mean, I you know. I, and the worse your technique is, the more it's like you're riding a bull. Right, right. I mean, it's it's and Prado did not look that way from what I saw. No, but again, 
I'm not putting anybody, I'm not putting anybody down. You know, Axel Hodges, he can make big jumps. A lot of guys can make big jumps. But what you guys do here in America with Supercross, not only do you make j- big jumps with the rhythm section and the triples and all that, you just do it consistently. And like it, what everybody talks about when they come at the app, like when even last night we were watching you ride. How does he know what gear to be in? How does he know this? How does he know that? And it's like, for you, it's simple. You sit there and tell us, I know what gear I'm in every second of the day. Not everybody does that. I mean, we're all trying to aspire to that. But when you do that, we're watching you and it's like, wow, he is an alien. And then, you know, and I'm sure Prado knows what Gary's in. I'm not saying that, but it's, <laughs> it's just different, like a supercross track. Uno, dos, tres. It, it's crazy. Cuatro. Single. What number can I count to in span? I think I can count to 100. Can you? Yeah, I, I started taking Babel. You did what? I bought Babel. I'm oh, that's right. Babel. Yeah, I wrote that down somewhere in here. Hola, como esta? Uh, muy bien, you too? Ah, sí, sí. Mucho um, gusto. Como te amas? Me amo Jaime. Como te amo? Uh, me amo Alberto. Sí. Uh, ¿Cuántos años tienes? Uh, 15 dos. You too? Okay. Sí. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, yo tengo, yo tengo tre, 30 años. Sí. Bien, bien. Mm, muy bien. Muy bien. Uh, Bert, good. That, that was a pretty good conversation. That was a great conversation. Uh, Moto Academy app. <laughs> we, have a, we have a Spanish YouTube channel now. And it, I don't know how you find it. Moto Academy Espanol, type it in, subscribe. If you understood what we just said in that conversation and Absolutely. you want to hear more, Moto Academy Espanol, go subscribe. I want to do... What a plug that was. Our next podcast is going to be at the end of the year and I'm going to be able to talk to you in Spanish. Uh, well, yeah. So I, somebody told me this the other day. I had a student at class at Cahia Creek in California. He's a doctor that is retired or semi-retired he speaks eight languages, Yo, and he said that he recommends Millie learn Italian with like a real, really good fundamental understanding of Latin. Yeah, well, Latin, everything's come off because Latin. he said everything everything is Latin origin, and the if you uh, Italian, he's like it will be the easiest to learn Spanish, mm-hmm. uh, French, and Portuguese once you understand Italian, which was. Interesting perspective. Yeah. That was the first time I heard that perspective. I, I was always taught in high school, learn Latin first. Once you learn Latin, you can learn anything. So that's good to know. That's good to know. Uh, okay. I want to keep talking to you. Maybe we just skip the other podcast. I have one more note written down and then we're out of notes. But, um, oh, no, two more. Cool. Bring it on. And this will segue into each other. Would you wear the Fox onesie? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> And absolutely I, yes absolutely yes and, and can i say why why uh, well you know i come from a street bike racing background yep. so it's so much easier just to have one piece of outfit to clean like mm. and, and okay you, everything's involved you're going in for it. the laundry no no I'm, go I'm, right go, I'm, I'm going for like so if when i put my dini's one piece outfit on the knee pads were in it the, the, the elbow pads were in it the pucks were on it the back pad everything, everything was on it all i had to do was put that on boots and gloves and my helmet. That was it. We do your laundry from the tracks. You know, there's the knee pads, the sock. Like, the, the, there's a list of things. And to be honest, mm. like, the jersey, it's just for marketing. It doesn't do anything. There's, there's no padding. There's nothing yeah, on Yeah, and it. I don't wear a chest protector. 
most people don't. I mean, actually, because of you, I stopped wearing it. Really? Yeah. And I'll tell you why, because it's more... Wait, do you wear the neck brace still? Nope. I don't wear nothing. And oh. because of you and your classes... Feel better without it? I, I am safer. I am faster. I am. I have more fun. I don't feel like... Putting all that stuff on, I felt like I was going uh, back to Afghanistan thinking, oh, God, we're going into battle. I'm yeah, going right. to get killed, you know? And, and Just bracing for impact? Yeah. And now... I mean, so if I, if I can put, but the, it is scary that there's nothing under there. So like, it would be nice to have. Uh, don't the don't they have like uh, well, tele, the the, tele, tele, the race tele, ones have the, the they inflate they they're like uh like almost like a big giant airbag. So yeah. if you're gonna have yeah, if on the on the street on the MotoGPs and the I think the American ones do yeah, like if you're gonna if you're gonna have so a big knows impact, when you're crashing based on it's gonna G-forces. pop everything up. Why which, can't we do that? Why well, I, I actually I'm saying like you know and I am oh not, you know why. They're probably really expensive, and we hit the ground a lot more than a MotoGP guy. So what if it just <laughs> you, you, you wash the front like I did yesterday in the Stark, and like you got to get back up, but you just now you're just stuck like this. And well, you between you and Matt, holy cow, we would have need seven sets. Oh yeah, yesterday. Matt would have Matt would have gone through fifty thousand dollars in. <laughs> hey, I'm just giving inflatable. You He's putting kits. A, putting a like. A, Is there a warrant now? Yeah, for my... yeah. You took him out. That was bad. <laughs> he He's not happy about that at all. That's hilarious. I tried to help you by. He you sat know. there and waited. I'm like, here we go, round two. Let's see what happens. <laughs> but no, I mean, it, it, the, the telemetry because they you can still crash and that thing not go off. Okay, just it, based on it, you it's be based going. on it's just like your MIP system with your helmet. Like you can, I mean, okay. we have so much technology with AI nowadays that we can set it up that you know at X G force that's when it's going to go off. You know, so like when. You tipped over and lay there. It won't go off. Okay. You know, it's the same thing with an airbag in a car. You can, and Allie, although I did kind of, the first crash I did kind of was going fast when I crashed, sort of. No? Yeah, but look at, I mean, look how Allie helped you with the front of your car. Yeah, she rearranged it for you, but no airbag went off. Yep. You Thank know? God. Love you, Allie. Would Don't that be have mad hurt, at me for that? Would that have hurt her? Airbag, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it comes out. I think it's a hundred miles an hour. Yeah, that would have sucked. Yeah, you get a bloody nose right away. So you would wear the onesie. I would absolutely wear. It. I would wear the onesie. Also, I'm a fan. It. I'm. I remember 2000. I don't know if I've said this in the podcast before. I remember 2015 when Stu James Stewart was the only one with the really tight sleeves, and I mm-hmm. think in fact that the seven jerseys at that time were like a compression thing underneath. It looked like a vest almost with like yeah. a, a like a, a tank top. Yeah, on top I, of that, I like that. like a vest, and. I started, I would ride at, I was at Club MX at that time and I was, I had my own Neil jerseys and I would wear, cause it was cold enough to wear an Under Armour. So I'd wear the Under Armour and, cut the and then I would cut the sleeves off cause the, 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 all of the gear with O'Neill at that point was really baggy and I hated it. And I was like, I didn't hate it, but I hated, I just don't like the baggy, baggy stuff. Feeling, yeah. I don't like to feel like I have bat wings hanging. I, I like, I like my pants tight. I like just stuff to not feel like it's in the way. Yeah. And so it felt so nice having, and I, I remember telling O'Neill, I'm like, we've got to get, can we get something, Tighter. even the hot, like the highest end stuff. I understand some guys might not want that, uh, but can we make the highest end stuff tighter? And they said that that will never, no, no way. The best ideas in the world, someone said it's a bad idea. Yeah. You know, but I, at that point, I didn't know that I was creative and a good idea person. Creative. How many people, how many ideas have you given from this Moto Academy? Not to put anybody down, but how many ideas just in the last three months that you've watched everybody else? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that, and that, it comes at a point where I know why that's happening. And for two reasons, that's good. One, 
it uh, it shows that I I'm mature enough and I have an, under, an awareness enough now to know that like I am creative and I I'm really confident in the fact that I my creative process is is quite tailored in it's it's quite good but it also has helps me have a good perspective on that and not get frustrated because driver jamie gets frustrated <laughs> when moto academy ideas are constantly being um given away here here's a million dollars you know uh and there's a couple yep yeah, i mean it's gonna happen I know, it's a good I know. thing i mean and, and I imitation is the best sign of flattery yeah i get that and there's sometimes on small things where it's appropriate to do it maybe uh pretty spot on without making many alterations or changes there's sometimes where that's appropriate on, on small things uh on bigger things it really should needs to be in an inspiration that then sparks an idea that's your idea yeah and it's therefore it's yeah. going to be different and people are going to recognize it as different so i'm going to give you a podcast there's idea. a lot of there's things that have happened where that's not the case yeah it's it's like plagiarism uh, yeah uh and there you know there's there's like to the point where we're we're changing websites because like the websites are starting to look like ours okay let's make our website it's a good place to be where you know, and I use other people's reference points as well. Reference points. Yeah. Not the whole, like, here's your newest idea. I never even told it to you. This is fresh oh. live. All right. Well. You ready? We might have to cut it. No, no, we're, we're not cutting this. Are we giving away ideas? No, no. no this is, this is going to be ours. Okay. We're going to do a pay-per-view podcast. No, it's going to be rated R. Okay. And we're going to have a beer. We're going to sit and we're going to talk and let people know who the real a-holes of the world are. Oh, that's a $1,000 paywall. No, no, we're doing, we're doing, we're doing the 1000 wall and paywall will be a little too much money. But if you do a oh. pay-per-view, <laughs> you do a pay-per-view at $250 pay-per-view, and we get to come in here, and we get to tell you and who's pissed us off. Driver and... Jamie, I love you. That's the worst <laughs> idea I've ever heard in my entire life. Congratulations. If that's a bad idea, <laughs> if that's a bad idea and you just don't want to hear it, please tell me, and I'll apologize for it. But if it's a good um, idea, please tell Albert. But I don't, I don't, I, I don't, you can't look at it that way. You can't look at it that way because no, I, I, I really, in the last year has been a true test of my empathy. Yeah, you've been great. Because it, you've got to understand that everybody is in it for themselves to, to, there's levels of that, but everybody's in it for themselves. When you see somebody make a decision, their level of like being conscious or unconscious, there's levels within that. And if they're not really a highly conscious per person, their selfishness is going to be multiplied and magnified to where they can't help but to make self-preserving decisions yeah, yeah. that will at people a collateral damage here collateral damage here and you're just leaving people in the dust on the way and burning bridges on on yeah, the way but that's that's the way to live life I, and totally i totally not i give you credit i mean you but are... i can i can empathize with how a person could could be that because at I one can. point i was uh really unconscious and i would leave people in the dust, not in like a screw them over type of way, never, but in a, you know, not being grateful or not paying enough attention and just kind of like. No, I know what you're saying. You were, you were, you were, you weren't self-preserving. You were no. moving forward. There's a I big was difference. Forward. You were moving forward. You, you were moving the company forward. You're moving your future forward because you're not just doing it for you. 
you're doing it for you, you're doing it for Ali, you're doing it for Millie, and whether whether you'll admit it or not, you're doing it for us. Well, for me, the the brand, uh, the family is at. Sorry, you're you're very you are Ali and Millie. Number one is number one. Absolutely, you are one point five, and there's there's a handful of people in the one point five circle. Not many, not many. Yeah, there's a handful of people in that one point five circle, but so that's that's the idea, right? Yeah, it, is that you're one. Some people their their uh, values may be different. Mm. So to protect their one, it's going to start doing things that really upset others. Um, so when you when you I have a really good feeling that it has nothing to do with me. So therefore, I'm not offended by it. So therefore, yeah. you can forgive somebody really quickly. When you take it personally is when you think that they're doing something because it has anything to do with you. Other people's behavior really doesn't have anything to do with you. It always roots back to their issues or their circumstances and their values, and it's them. It has nothing to do with you. Yeah, but what you've done... What you, you don't even know you've done this. The loyalty that you, that we have, I mean, no, that's my favorite word, but the loyalty that we mm. have for you, especially, I know everybody, but like myself and Matt, like, would go to war. Like, and I mean that sincerely. Like, if you, if you needed us, we would be there 110%, hands down, no questions asked. It would be like that commercial, we're going to hurt somebody, can't ever ask me, I need your help. And our, our answer would be, whose car are we taking, you know? And that loyalty is something you've, you, you don't give that to everybody. I don't give it to everybody. I've given it to you. Matt's given it to you. But we've given it to you because of, you truly show us kindness, love. I mean, well, you're hard to suck with the emotions. Mm -hmm. But we do get it. We do understand okay. that you do love us. Like, I mean, even though when you drive so by So you us, know that I do, yeah. even though I show it in a weird way? Yeah. Or don't show it? No, you do okay. show it in I'm a fun way. I'm going to start showing it. I love the way you show it, especially when they okay. crash and you walk by and go... First driver Jamie, he sucks, and then you just keep going. I mean, that's that's love. I get it. Did you, know? you see that GoPro? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it's out yet in the app, but it was at no. least scheduled. Yeah, it was pretty funny. That was hilarious. You guys were just scattered all over the place. For the we record, we're trying to start the banana bike. We got Matt flood we, 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 down. We, we got to correct corners. something. Matt went down at least ten times in the last two days. Okay. You have gone down at least six times in the last two <laughs> Twice. days. Twice. No, I saw at least three. How many times did I crash on the Stark? So three. You crashed in the turn coming into the, the rollers. Right the you after felt, the rollers. You one after the rollers, and you crashed. Um, one, right, but, but no, by the starting line, you were laying on your back. You you fell over. Over there too. Yeah. So it's on video. One of the crashes was hilarious <laughs> because I took the there's the the app on the phone, which is your crossbar pad, which is wicked cool. I was utilizing that constantly. Like yeah. as I got arm pump, I would go into my mode and I, I would, press. what I was doing is instead of having, and I probably you would want to do this when you have your own, uh, one through five and just set up your custom maps. Yeah, yeah. And those, you could have your five designated. I was just editing one and then would save one. And I would just yeah. always keep it on one so I wouldn't forget and then just edit it. But I would go into modes and constantly be messing with the, the horsepower. So as I, I was, I would get tired. I would go from like 80 horsepower down to eventually like 38 became the sweet spot to where I was fatigued and it didn't feel very fast at that point. But I was able, That's that was the horsepower you were 40 was my perfect. 40, yeah. 80, 20. I loved it. Yep. Uh, yeah. So 
what was I talking about? Oh, there was one time I'm like, all right, Instagram video. This is brilliant idea. Get over here. So Grant's filming me. I'm like, all right, we're going to drop it from 80. We're going to go down to 20 horsepower. Oh, and just watch. A tip over. I'm going to go through this rut. <laughs> and this is great practice for uh, learning how to flow through the first part of the turn. Great practice for throttle control. Uh, and then just getting used to the comfort of entering the rut with a little bit of speed. I said, watch, I'm going to put in 20 horsepower and then just never... <laughs> Never let off. So come through the rollers, stay in the throttle really slow, but just stay in the throttle the whole time. I get halfway through the rut. <laughs> and the problem with this rut is it's up on like a super yeah, fast bull turn. So the lean angle, I didn't account for this, is too much to where I need the power now to save me. So I go to get on the gas harder nothing. and there's nothing. And I just bury myself yeah, that was funny. into the ground and I'm mic'd up. So I just keep talking. Yeah, and we explaining saw you. like what an idiot you, you, I am. You had the hand movements while you're on the ground like this, like Lord, why am I on the ground? And why? I, well, I think from what I remember, I, there was no pause, and it wasn't like ah crap, I just fell. It was like my dialogue continued as I crashed. Now I'm laying on my back, and I just continued to like do the tutorial. Yeah, yeah. oh, I loved it. That as if I didn't one. just crash. Uh, so then I redid it, and I think the sweet spot was like I, I bumped it up to thirty horsepower 30 or something, maybe twenty eight, and I was able to just. Keep it through there. All the way. In, and what a training tool that is. Okay, folks, we're back. Sorry, uh, we had an idea. Driver Jamie. And by we, I mean Driver Jamie had it. And then we developed it together. So Team effort, brother. Team effort. Uh, we had to call Tony. We had to get Tony on it. I wrote it down, but it's it's done. The idea is out in the universe. It's bigger than anything. Millie is reading a book that I've read to her four times now. It's called What Do You Do With an Idea? It's by Kobe oh, Yamada. I love it. Yep. And uh, it's, a, it's an amazing book. The, the lesson in the book is amazing. Could we, could we... Talks about how when you share the idea with other people, they're going to make fun of it, and then you're going to feel like you should give away your idea. And the the illustrations are, it's like a an egg. It's like the, the idea is oh, a little the, egg. It's, it's, an like egg it's, yeah. it's like a pet. It's like it's egg and like the egg gets sad and then the egg disappears and the egg comes back and the egg grows bigger yeah, because the they're feeding the yeah, idea. Yeah. And then the last page is, um, what do you do with an idea? You change the world. I love that. Yeah. The, the book is, is amazing. Oh, so this might, is a good idea. Be the next tattoo. What do you do with an idea? You change the world. This is a, that was a really good idea. Thank you. Yeah, that ties that that makes so much sense. For Millie though, we need to do one more thing. We need okay. to get her involved. Whatever you want to do at three years old, I'm support, of course, but we need to get Brazilian Jiu Jitsu involved right away at three years old. At three? At three. I want her to be so safe that if anybody dates her and one of us aren't around, she brings her arm home with them. You okay. Know? Sure. We could do that. Gotta keep her safe. We could do that. Okay. We're an hour and fourteen. I would love to keep going, but uh we're definitely gonna need a a episode two driver Jamie edition. This is people. We were firing on all syllables. We did good. People are gonna like it. People are gonna like it. So shout out for the uh, four people still listening. Driver Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> shout out driver Jamie. We know we're, we know you're listening to this. I will be listening because this will. I will be driving this van home from somewhere, so I will be listening. Yep. So shout out driver Jamie first and foremost. Driver Jamie, do you have any uh, specific shout outs? Uh, the ones you know, like uh, top of my head, that's a lot of pressure on me, and I can't actually think of name right away. five. No, that's five. Oh, it's too easy. easy. Name ten Moto Academy members, and oh, if you can't give me ten, I'm fired. You're fired. Even after that idea, I'm fired. Yeah, right. even after that idea, you're naming ten Moto Academy members. Say Arvens. Arvens. Um, real GP. Real GP. Shout out. Big Papa Pump. Gotta go with him. 
Premix Papa. I call him Big Papa Pump. Big Papa, Big Papa, Big Papa, Pump. Papa Pump. Premix Papa. We're definitely shout changing out. that one. Um, we got seven Mike and Andrew. Mike and Andrew, shout out. Um, pleasantly Plump, thanks for the bikes. Pleasantly really plump. enjoyed doing those rides. Shout out. We, I'm missing him this week. We, pleasantly Plump, you got to be a part of all of our shoots. Felt um, like we were missing somebody. See, now, it's, now this isn't fair because most of the people that DM me, I get their names. Tristan. Oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That doesn't count. The only uh, username. See, count. I got. No, I got. It's not Come hard. On, they'll keep coming. Um, crap. Uh, let's see. Who else can I think of with their usernames? Um, I said Mike and Andrew. Oh, bah. Three thirty-eight. Can't bah, forget him. Three twenty-eight. Yeah, three twenty-eight. So that's wrong. Number. Four left. Um, cameraman Cam. <laughs> Cameraman Cam, that counts. <laughs> Matt Flood. Matt Flood. Oh, all right, that yeah, counts. Okay. Um, paid employees, though. You didn't say current, use current them. paid employees don't count. Nothing. They're, they're, Those two good ones. Cam right? hasn't been paid in a few okay. months because he hasn't done anything for us. Matt Flood is not currently paid. Emma. Emma 14, I think. Or not, she's from my hometown. Emma. She's Emma Kohler. On, yeah. Is that how you say it? I think so, yeah. Great. Give an Emma a shout out. A Emma, shout out. And one left. And I have one left. Give me my, who can I possibly think of real quick? One more shout out. Um, is Allie paid? Yeah. You sure Allie's yeah, paid? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I don't think Allie's paid. I think she is. Is she paid? Because right. for tax purposes, she gets ah, paid. Ah, crap. Um, I said Arvin's. Oh, man. Give me a little help. Somebody give me a little bit He's been bit cold of plunging a lot lately. Uh, Mech, uh, uh, Mega MX. No, Meta Moto. Meta Moto. Is that yeah. you're thinking of? Yeah. Or MX CEO. MX CEO. Yeah, I was, was going to say Mexico, but I know it wasn't. He's combining Mexico. names. Unbelievable. You didn't want to say Mexico. Oh, I like I like Mexico. <laughs> That's on my bucket list. I've been trying to get from you. You haven't been to Mexico. I want to do the rip to Cabo. Oh, oh, oh. I've okay. been dying to do that with our team. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Uh, we're also going to do Erzberg. I'm in. I mean, I'll probably be stuck The only with... one I would never do on two wheels. There's one event I would never do on two wheels. Well, I'd love to know what that is. Isle of Man. But I could do it casual. I could do it at my pace, right? Could we do Isle of Man sidecar? You drive, I'll do the sidecar. Yeah. Yeah? Is that, that exists? That exists, yeah, on the street bikes. Did, is there I'll an amateur you... class or a beginner it's class? It's an amateur class, yeah. And I will let you drive, even though I'm a better street bike rider than you are. Yeah, because I wouldn't do it as a passenger. No. But I'll keep you safe, I promise. I might just be a little slow. There's a tether card. You can't really lose me. Whoa, that would be fun. Yeah, let's do that. That would be hilarious. Mic'd up. Yeah. Podcast. Would... Oh, my God. Podcast on the sidecar? <laughs> Wait, would I... that would be, be on the pay-per-view, because I can guarantee <laughs> you there's going to be times when I'm not going to be under R rating. Yeah. Oh, definitely not. Yeah. Definitely not. Uh, yeah, so shout out the two people still listening. If you got shout outs. Mama sh Cat. Shout out to you. Shout out Mama Cat. Um, that was fun. Okay. Moto Academy podcast. Number one podcast in motocross. Another one in the books. Toodaloo. Toodaloo.